Hello, and welcome to Living Waters Flowing, where Jesus is exalted and God is glorified. As always, it is a pleasure to come before you today, and I thank you for spending time with me. I hope that you're having a beautiful and a blessed day. Let's go ahead and open up today's uh, podcast with prayer. Father God, it is in your name, Jesus, that we come before you. Lord, we thank you for your power, your presence, for your word, God. We honor you, we glorify you, and we magnify you. Lord God, I ask that today that your word would penetrate through our hearts and minds. I ask, Lord, that you would increase as I willingly decrease. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Take complete control. This all means nothing if you are not honored and glorified in it. It is in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. So let's go ahead and jump right into the word. We're going to start in John 10, 1 through 10. And while you're looking for that, I'm going to share with you, of course, today's topic is, do you know the voice of God? Do you know the voice of God? So let's go ahead and start with verse 1 of John 10. It reads, Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name, someone say by name, and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, somebody say his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Verily, verily, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And then uh, King James Version, it says to have life and life more abundantly. I love that. So the question is, do you know the voice of God? Do you know the voice of God? There are some voices in our lives, if you just really sit and think about it, there's some voices in our lives that we will never forget. They could leave this world and we would still remember the sound of their voice. We can hear them amongst a crowd of people and know exactly who they are. Even if there's someone that sounds like them, we still can pick them out and say, no, that's not them that this is not this person. It's something about the tone, the pitch, the way they pronounce certain word, vowels and 
um, their accent, the frequency of sound that your ear automatically picks up on, right? And connects to it and identify them exactly. You'll say, yes, that is them. For instance, as a child, we all knew the voice of our parent or guardian. You can be in the grocery store or retail store and somehow get separated from them. But as soon as you hear their voice, you start moving towards where they are. Right? And why? Because you know their voice. Because you belong to them. There is safety with them. Your mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, aunt, uncle. It's, it's basically you're going to always know that that is them. They're going to make sure that you're all right. They're going to make sure you have what you need. They will lead and guide you. They will navigate you to where they are going so they can protect you from predators and keep you away from those who have wrong motives concerning you. Amen? Now, I know there are a few of you that may not have received the same level of protection when you were young. Amen? I do want to speak to you. From those who were your guardian, those who were supposed to protect you, you didn't receive that kind of protection, and I'm so sorry. But just know that God has always been there. He's been watching over you, protecting you, keeping you from all hurt, harm, and danger. And if you did go through some things that were traumatic, just know that God is going to use every bit of that that happened everything that you've gone through and turn it around for your good. That's not just saying saying it. It's not just a song. It's not just something that people say to make somebody feel good. It's the actual word of God. It says in Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love him, who those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. So Jesus, when he was speaking to the Pharisees, he was speaking to them and all who gathered around him to hear him speak. He was speaking to you and me also. He wasn't only just speaking to them. He's speaking that to us now. Jesus is trying to get our attention and to emphasize the importance of hearing the voice of God and being led by God's voice. Now, the most tragic occurrence that's going on right now and what's happening in churches, many churches, not all, but many around the world, is the church is being misled by some church leaders. Now, church leaders are supposed to be gatekeepers who are supposed to lead people to Jesus Christ to be led by the Holy Spirit in all things concerning the church. The flock, the members of the body of Christ and to preach the uncompromising word of God. And it's supposed to be a word that they receive from the Holy Spirit through prayer, through study, meditation of the word, and then receive that revelation to feed the church with. And this is what Jesus was commanding Peter to do. 
In John 21, 15 through 17, it reads, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Amen. So when you were a child, we're going to take it back to when we were a child again. Did your parents always cook what you felt like eating for dinner? Or did they feed you what they cooked? Now, for those of y'all who were spoiled and your parents came to you and said, Hey, what do you feel like eating? God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> you had a beautiful upbringing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But for most of us, we ate what was on that plate, right? There was no buffet. There was no options given. You ate what you were served. You ate what was on that plate or you didn't eat at all. You went to bed hungry, right? Now, I know a whole lot of us uh, can relate to that. Didn't matter what it was. If you didn't like beans and rice and and some vegetables and what it, you know, if you didn't like something on that plate or it, everything on the plate, you wasn't finna eat nothing else. You wasn't finna get no cereal instead. It, it was not an option, right? So this is what God is saying to his leaders, the church leaders, ministers, pastors, prophets, preachers, teachers, evangelists, apostles. This is what he's saying. Continually hear my voice. Stay connected to me. Stay in my word and feast on my word so that you can renew your mind first so that you can receive the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so that you can feed my people my word and the revelation of my word. But first, you must know my voice from any other voice not following culture and trends, not putting the charisma and intellect that you have over hearing and following my voice, the voice of God, and speaking what I have spoken. Amen. I had to say that word for word because he's speaking to us. This is not only speaking to leaders, but it's speaking to us too. Now listen, if you have a pastor or leader that is connected to God, who hears the voice of God and follows him, who feeds your spirit, the unadulterated, undiluted, 
true word from God. You are blessed. I am blessed. I have the, I have to say I have the best pastor. I do. Uh, pastor William McDowell, which is also the world-renowned worship leader. Um, I live somewhere different for now, but I lived in Florida. And it is, he is such a, a awesome preacher, teacher. You can hear the heart of God in him and the protection of a father in him. He does not water down what he has to say. Even if the word comes across as pretty, um, pretty straightforward and kind of rough, kind of confrontational, you know, that conviction comes in like a flood on some of those messages. But it is from the heart of God. And I love it. He does it with love, all of it. So God is not just saying all of this to church leaders. He's saying this to all of us as well. We go to church on or tune in or listen to the word of God taught or preached all across the the globe. But the Holy Spirit is saying, I want to teach the word of God to you myself so that you won't be misled so that you won't be led astray into erroneous teachings that is out of context or all hype, but no power. I want to cultivate a environment within you of truth so that your spirit will constantly and consistently distinguish a word that was sent by God from a word that was manufactured by man. God wants you to know his voice today. He wants you to know it. He wants you to know it like the back of your hand. He wants you to know it like you know the voice of your mother, your father. Amen. Now, if you look through the Holy Scriptures, you're going to see that God is calling out to us all, all over and over again to hear his voice. Let's look at a few of them right now. Let's go to, I'm going to just give you a lot of different scripture. You can either go there with me now or you can write these down for later. But in John 10, 27, Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. In Isaiah 28 and 23, it reads, and God said, listen and hear my voice. Pay attention and hear what I have to say. In Psalms 81 and 13 through 14, it reads, and God said, if my people would only listen to me, if Israel would only follow my ways, how quickly I would subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. In Isaiah 32 and 9, God said to the women of Jerusalem, You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In Revelations 3 and 20, Jesus said, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Amen. So let's walk this through the Bible. 
let's walk this through the Bible starting from the beginning. God spoke to Abraham and uh, Eve, I'm sorry, Adam and Eve, excuse me, in the Garden of Eden. Has God spoken to you? God spoke to Noah and told him to build the ark at a time that the world didn't even know what rain looked like, didn't know what it felt like. During a time where everyone was calling him crazy, but God spoke to him to do this. So what is God telling you to build? God spoke to Moses from a burning bush. What is burning in your heart that God has called you to release to his people? Paul, on the way to Damascus, had an encounter with Jesus who blinded him and sent him with instructions to wait on the man of God, Ananias, who would restore his sight. What instruction is God giving you? What man or woman of God is God connecting you with spiritually? This vessel that God will use to bring deliverance by opening up your spiritual eyes to the truth that will liberate you, causing a paradigm shift through their mentoring or listening to their teachings or the sermons they preach. What is God speaking to you? Now see, as you can see, God's desire is for us to hear him and to know him for ourselves. God wants to communicate so many things to us concerning our lives and our calling, our purpose for being here, our destiny, and even communicate to us the very intricate details about ourselves that we wouldn't know any other way. See, knowing God's voice protects us from the traps of deception that the enemy sets for us along the path that would lead us away from God's plan and ultimately away from the will of God. So knowing the voice of God gives us discernment, right? And discernment, that means to understand or know something through the power of the Holy Spirit. We talked about the Holy Spirit these last couple of weeks. It includes perceiving the true character of people and the source and meaning of spiritual manifestations. Discernment is so important, so important. So it is a privilege to be able to hear the voice of God, a privilege. This is the same God that created the heavens and the earth, the universe, and all that dwell within. This same God wants to talk to you and me. With that being said, setting aside time to hear God's voice through his word or hearing him speak directly to your spirit will literally change your life. I am so serious. If you have never heard the voice of God, pray. Pray and be still. Because it is life-changing. It's a supernatural exchange where 
God himself pours love, peace, and deep insight into whatever God wants to share with you. We give up what we think we know for the truth that God wants to uncover to us. Taking what was a mystery to us and making it understandable to us. This God is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. He wants to reveal these truths to us. And when we do this, when we set aside that time to spend with God, this is where transformation continually, continually goes through our life, molding and shaping us into the image of Jesus in our heart, in our spirit, by the spirit of God. So that brings us back to the question at hand. Do you know the voice of God? In 1 John 2 and 3, it's our last scripture. It says, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, God, that it is life and it's a breath to us. Lord, the truth of your word has the power to liberate us, to set us free, to deliver us from bondages of deception. Lord, the truth of your word and the truth of who you are is what you want to communicate to us. Lord, give us ears to hear you. Give us a mind to perceive you. Lord, you have so many things that you want to speak to us individually. And I ask, God, that you would open up our spiritual ears, even now, God, that we may hear your voice and that we will know your voice from the voice of anyone and anything else. That we would know you. That we would know you. And that we would know your voice. Lord, there's nothing better than that. Lord, give us a heart and a desire to seek you on a whole nother level. To seek your word and to know your voice. Lord, it is in the powerful and precious name of Jesus that we pray to you today. We thank you for your presence even here right now. Lord, touch your people. Bring deliverance and healing. Set the captive free and Lord, by your stripes, release your manifested healing in their bodies right now. In the powerful and precious name of Jesus. Amen. Now, to those that do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he's here right now. And to those who used to walk with God and are now feeling the love of God wooing you back, Jesus has never left you. He's right there. God wants a relationship with you and to share and to show you who he is and who you are. It says in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth 
that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now to those who would like to dedicate their life to Jesus or rededicate your life to Jesus, here is some language to help you express what you are believing in your heart to God. Repeat after me. Jesus, I need you. I humbly come before you now. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to live for you and do things your way. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead just so that I can be free. I make you my Lord and Savior. Fill this emptiness inside of me with your Holy Spirit. I surrender my life to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, everybody. Let's give God praise, honor, and glory for all he has done and all that he is going to do. Lord, we glorify you. We give you praise and honor and glory. It all belongs to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we love you today. Now, to those who have given their life to Jesus, welcome to the family and to those who rededicated their lives to God, welcome back to the fold. We would love to hear from you and to send you a love gift for your journey. Email us today at livingwatersflowingministry at gmail.com and with the subject line, Jesus is my Lord. That will let us know that that email is for those who have chosen to receive salvation. You can use this email for prayer requests, comments, and testimonies as well. We would love to hear from you. Now let's keep the conversation going in our Facebook group. Search Living Waters Flowing with Nina and click join to follow us and stay connected. We also have a YouTube channel, Living Waters Flowing with Nina. You can go ahead and look that up and you can join or subscribe, should I say. And we also are, um, of course, if you're listening to us now on pod, on our podcast on Spotify, thank you for tuning in and you can follow us there as well. Our social media content of encouraging words and words of wisdom, um, we actually take that across every platform. So you're more than welcome to join. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. We're on threads. (laughs) So go ahead and reach out to us. Also, women of God, I cordially invite you to join our Facebook group, Queens of God, which is going to be distinguished with having a crown in in front of Queens. And we would love to have you join. We are a beautiful community of women of God. We have a lot of fun. We pray together. We laugh together. We would love to have you. So I love each and every one of you. Until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.